For the ones who know safety isn't a catchphrase, it's a culture. And the ones who help make sure everyone makes it home safe. For the safety-minded who watch everyone's backs, Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as safety assessments and training to keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Happy Wednesday, everybody. Welcome to Take the Black Live. I am Dan Selke, editor of WinnersComing.net, and I am here with... Mia Johnson, entertainment editor at Fansighted.com. And we are to talk about all things Game of Thrones, Song of Ice and Fire, fantasy, sci-fi, wild flights of imagination, TV, movies, comics, I don't know. As Julie says, good morning, everybody. Good morning, Julie. And good afternoon to everybody, depending on where you are. We have people who watch the show from around the world. We're yeah. And as you can see, we're going to start with some props. We have, uh, kindly, from Johnny Walker, um, they are fire and ice whiskeys. I move these let's, things. Let's right do it on. dramatically. Oh. Wow. Take a look at that. It is pretty cool. I mean, <laughs> I, I do love the packaging. You know, you got the dire wolf on the one, yeah. the dragon on the other. Do you want fire or ice? You know what? The... Ice is here, so I'm not going to complicate it. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> Could be terrible for reach across. I know. All right. So. All right. And we're going to sample the Game of Thrones whiskey. We have lots of Game of Thrones products. We do have a pretty full slate. As I mean, it, it's fall TV season, so there's just there's so much to watch and talk oh, about. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But, but let's start oh. the show as every good show should oh. begin with How much some... How are you pouring? <laughs> just a little... Oh, yeah. I'm not doing a lot. Like, <laughs> half a glass. <laughs> Let's get crazy crunk for this particular pop culture recap show. All right. You can even kind of see mine has like a champagne. Well, no, darker than champagne but yours is definitely like a nice cinnamon toasted color. Yeah. Fire. Okay. Um, Fire, of course. Of course. Uh, <laughs> All right. To um, television. To television. <laughs> to television. All right. I actually really like that. It's very full and kind of rich and fills the mouth. (laughs) Oh, that's so strong. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. Wow, that is so strong. Is yours not strong? Not really. I mean, I mean... I'm not a whiskey drinker. I'm not. I don't do a lot of it. Yeah. Usually, I totally been the person I go like. Arr, arr. This went down very smooth. Really, I thought yours was going to be strong, like a fireball. So this is like a fireball, or like fireball whiskey, technically. Cherry ass. Is it cinnamon? Because mine is not. Mine's more. Um, yeah, mine isn't necessarily cinnamon. <laughs> I'm afraid to take another sip. What? Okay, what's yours? I don't know, but it, it feels very kind of full and rich and heavy. I like it. I, I usually don't like whiskeys a lot, to be honest with you, but this is fun. Yeah. Julie says, my hubby's getting me both of them for Christmas. I love oh. him. Oh, God. Because, okay, Julie, seriously, the I recommend the fire one. 
and I'll try the ice one later. Yeah. We'll see how it goes. I'm curious to try it. This one, it's kind of like, I don't know. Well, we've got our dire wolf here, and it reminds me of like ghost is coming to my mind because when it hits your <laughs> your tongue, it's kind of like a very subtle, you're just like, oh, what is this? But then it's just like, oh, this is whiskey. Like it really hits you. It kind of it glides on your tongue like ghost or like a ghost. And then it just like hits you all at once. Whereas <laughs> this is really like strange. being bathed in a warm glow of fire. Really? But you're Daenerys and you can take it and it doesn't hurt you. So it's fine. Really? Blend scotch whiskey. Okay. In any case, and that's not the only Game of Thrones. I mean, they're actually doing a big push right now for Game of Thrones products because yeah. we got the whiskey. We also have Game of Thrones, the complete collection coming out on December the 3rd. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Photo um, coming soon, maybe. <laughs> it, no, eventually. It's a bunch of uh, DVDs. And there we go. It's a bunch yeah, of DVDs. Look at it, that. It, it, it is quite pretty. I'm sure it is wildly expensive. Although, I just got a thing. I shouldn't say this because I haven't looked at it yet, but a lady just emailed me asking if we can do a giveaway. So stay tuned okay. for that, watchers. But yeah, full series, all eight seasons, beautifully designed artwork, you can tell. But, I really um, love that. Oh, it kind of looks think, like uh, a pop-out book. Robert Ball, I think, is the illustrator who's awesome. done stuff on the show for a long time. and He did this. Yeah, gorgeous stuff. And they're trying to get the word out about it. Yeah. And that will be our, our first little topic here. Yeah. That's, I think, Christopher Hivju, who played Tormund, Isaac Hepstead Wright, and Gemma Whelan, who played Yara, went to an event at the British Film Institute to discuss mm. the show and to kind of tease this. And uh, Hishvu said something, I think it's been misrepresented a little bit. He talked about, um, I think, to Metro, saying that we shot an alternate ending that was mostly oh. for fun, but I don't know if I'm allowed to tell you about that. I won't tell you, but it was fun. <laughs> Excuse me? Okay. I mean, it, I, I just to kind of get out ahead of it, I, I don't think they mean we, like, shot an ending yeah. that could actually work as an ending. It, oh, yeah. It was yeah. pretty clear while they were filming that they shot... A number of kind of scenes that were, and again, this actually happened, like, just purely to throw people off. Mm. Like, which seems like a waste of time to me. It does. And you know what? I've been fooled that way with the Avengers because they had a set, which I remember last year seeing, mm -hmm. where it had, like, this prop and everybody, like, knew about this prop and it was going to be so cool. And we're like, oh, my gosh, it's going to show up in the set or in the movie. And it just didn't. <laughs> it was, like, all that speculation for absolutely nothing. <laughs> I mean, it did succeed in distracting people, I guess. Yeah. Like, there's yeah. a scene where, like, John and Cersei just met up in King's Landing, just, like, on a tower. And it just, it never <laughs> happened. But they did it purely to do that. I think this is kind of what he's talking about. Yeah. Or something like that. Yeah. I think that's a waste of, like, resources. It really is. I think, like, it might sound like a fun idea, but it's like, if it's going to go unused, what is the point of wasting everybody's time? In if that I way? ever make a TV show, my serious idea is this. I'm not kidding much yes. about this. Just tell people, like, when they ask, how will it end? Just tell them. <laughs> just be like, open. look, just get around spoiler culture that way. Yeah. If you really want to stop, like, all the speculation and yeah. all the people, like, making a cottage industry out of guessing what will happen, just, just be honest. Just tell them. Exactly. I mean, and the, it, it's still going to be good because at the end of the day, a show is good weather on how it executes, not like yeah. what happens yeah. technically. Yeah, it's kind of like at the at the end of the day, either somebody's going to find out or you're just digging yourself a deeper hole by like playing the yes and no game. 
And a lot of those times when somebody asks a very specific question, you're like, ooh, I don't know. You're going to have to find out. And you're like, okay, so the answer is yes. Which, again, that happened a lot during Avengers Endgame because they wanted to be so secretive about it. So they're like, hey, is Black Panther going to come back? And the director's like, I don't know. And you're like, but he need, he's going to have a sequel, so stop playing with <laughs> us. That was so, so frustrating. And also, like, yeah, they shot, like, all these like different scenes and stuff and made different scripts. And it's like, you're really wasting people's time here unless, you know, you're going to create like a, a separate video or DVD or whatever about that. Cause I'm sure fans will want to see that just for the heck of it. I would. And this uh, upcoming season collection has a lot of, obviously all the episodes of show ever, which is, is, is pretty cool. Yeah. There also is a season eight DVD just or Blu-ray just by yeah. itself too. This complete collection has, you know, deleted scenes and documentaries. It also has, like, Conan O'Brien hosted a, like, while the show was still filming, a, uh -huh. like, reunion special where oh. he got all the cast members together on a stage, including, like, old ones, like Sean Bean and oh, Mark nice. Addy and everybody, all, Jason Momoa, I'll come back to just chat about it. And that'll <laughs> only be on the complete collection. Oh, that's cool. And I love Conan O'Brien. Oh, oh who doesn't love Conan O'Brien? Yeah. He's an excellent interviewer. <laughs> they already put out uh, parts groups are following. Okay, uh, I'm going to read Lee Meyer's comment because it leads slicing into the next thing we're going to talk about. Mm -hmm. um, thank you, Wick, for helping me parse the groups I follow. I unfollowed Movie Web last week for refusing to drop the Snyder Cut nonsense. <laughs> Bye, Felicia. Okay, that's a fun little um, segue into something that I wanted to discuss today. Yeah. Um, the Snyder Cut, for those of you who don't know, is a much... And I promise Lee that we're going somewhere more high-minded yeah, with it. Yeah. Um, is a fabled edit of the movie Justice League, Ooh. which like hit with a like the the force of like I don't know a very blunted arrow yeah. back in 2018, 17? 17. something like that. Um, you know, people were like, "eh, that was fine," and they moved on. Um, almost since it came out, people have been demanding that people release the Snyder Cut because yeah. the director of Zack Snyder had to be called away for a family tragedy. He didn't get to finish making the movie. Joss Whedon was called in to edit some stuff and mm -hmm. put in some more humor. But ever since, the people have been saying, release the Snyder Cut. And it released kind of a, it got to kind of a fever pitch this week Yeah, as um, cast members started to tweet about it, including Gal Gadot, who plays Wonder Woman, Ray Fisher, who plays the cyborg. Mm-hmm. Um, and Ben Affleck. And Henry Cavill. Oh, Henry, ben Affleck, sorry. Yeah, not, not Ben Henry Affleck. Cavill, who plays uh, who, Batman. Who, he, who he never tweets, by the way. So everybody's like, what the heck is going <laughs> <Right>. on? <laughs> so, uh, and then Zack Snyder retweeted them. So yeah. I, I kind of two points about this. Um, A, does this mean that it is getting released? Because it seems kind of coordinated, right? Like mm. these big stars on one day yeah. put it out. I feel like they know something. I, yeah, I don't know if that was maybe like Gal was doing it and then everybody else was like, oh, hey, let's, you know, because for a while, you know, it's just Whatever been. Whatever Gal does, just do what she does. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you, you have to follow Wonder Woman, but. You know, because before that, it was just kind of basically, you know, like the fanboys or fangirls or whatever it may be. Mm -hmm. But then it's like, oh, when Gal Gadot is posting that, oh, my gosh, this is a pretty big deal. Like, what the heck? Um, so I really don't know. I don't know if it like really is one of those passion projects where they people who worked on it kind of feel like it got tarnished and turned into this Frankenstein project. And they re just really, really want it. The Zack Snyder cut. Uh, so, I, yeah, I really don't know if it was 
orchestrator or not. I can't really say with full faith that no, that's I mean, what happened. No, I mean, nobody can. Yeah. Unless yeah. somebody in the comments knows uh, someone at Warner Brothers. My, <laughs> what I find more interesting about it is because, like, I tweeted about it, just like a story we wrote. It blew the hell up in yeah. a huge way. Like, beyond what I, any close to expected to do. And I'm like, oh, God, people really care about this. Yeah. <laughs> and I think what's more interesting to me about it is this whole notion of fans having some kind of grassroots organizing mm-hmm. to affect change with uh, network streaming services and whether at the end of the day it's a good or a bad thing. I see. Like we saw recently that the internet freaked out when Sonic the Hedgehog had bizarre human teeth and <laughs> tiny eyes yeah. and there's a giant outcry and then they like, changed it they, they like went back and hired a bunch of people or, or rather we employed them and made them work i'm sure 24 hour days to create a you know a, a more less horrifying looking cartoon hedgehog even though i'm sure the movie will still be like you know middling I, yeah yeah it and, we're gonna- that's kind of what i'm like with with with, with the snyder cut too like are we really saying it's going to be that much better than what we got? Like, I, I find that hard to believe. That is a good point. I really, because I think in the notes you have put, like, he directed Batman v Superman, which I kind of liked it. I didn't, I didn't it, hate it. Right. I didn't hate it. But yeah, it's like I did hate his, you know, I apologize, but I didn't, I did not like his Spider-Man, his Superman, excuse me. I really, it, it just really seemed like a snooze fest and the ending where, you know, Superman just kind of, you know, snaps <laughs> that guy's neck at the end. I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, that was that, super that, dark. Like, kicked up some dust. And so it, it's been a kind of weird journey with Snyder in the DC universe where it's kind of like, I think we've tried and we've tested the waters and the results are clear that it just isn't working. So I really... Yeah, I really don't know if the effort that they're putting it would make a difference. But I mean, that, that's the fascinating thing about these kind of fan movements. That it's not, it's really not even like about the product at some point, I think. I think they're more interested in the idea of the Snyder Cut yeah. than they are getting an actual product, which I I have a hard time believing will be wonderful. Yeah. I mean, look, I, I liked 300 when I was a teenage boy, too. It was like <laughs> awesome with the blood and the stuff. But it's like, it's, it's not a great movie or anything. Yeah. Yeah. Um, hmm. And I'm also thinking about, like, other times this has happened. So, like, I remember people got, you know, uh, they killed Confederate in the bed before that got off the ground. Yeah. Giant outcry. Well, that I, I feel like that might be the one example where it was oh, no, like, like, yeah. <laughs> there are times when it works. Like, they yeah. also, I mean, way back in the day when Firefly went off the air, I, I was watching a podcast about it yesterday, so that's why it came into my head. But yeah. this was totally this kind of thing. That went off the air. PF fans got together before Twitter, like did the whole letter writing campaign and yada, yada, wow. yada on the DVD sales. And that ended up getting a movie and ended up having a life after it. So this kind of thing happens. But then I think it's kind of like the flip side of the dark side of it. Yeah. When there can be a fan outcry about something stupid. And then all of a sudden people like Daisy Ridley or Kelly Marie Tran are being driven off Twitter mm-hmm. or off social media. Yeah. And like is... is should studios listen when fans have this giant outpouring? 
or should, is it better to just, like, maybe they have a point, but maybe they're just being a mob for no reason, right. and we're better off just trusting our right. instincts? Yeah, that's, it's hard, and I think, you know, in the case where it is, like with Daisy Ridley or Kelly Marie Tran, that's, like, to me, straight-up bullying, you know, yes. when you're attacking someone personally, there's a fine line between that. Uh, but I mean, like, couldn't you and, say that just saying that so I like, hate the way Sonic's human teeth look is, I mean, I didn't... I didn't think it looked great either, yeah. but I mean, if that, if you want to have a freaky malformed homunculus Sonic, like, why can't you have it? <laughs> see, yeah, see, that's the other thing. It's like, crit- like how far is a critique, you know, mm-hmm. pushing it? Um, I mean, yeah, I'll say that I wasn't thrilled with the design. I am a Sonic fan, you know, you are, so it's true. like, it's like, <laughs> I was wearing a Sonic shirt earlier <laughs> this week. Uh, so yeah, it's like, to me, I, you know, I wouldn't have gone so far as to say this is crap, please do something and waste all of your money and all your resources to redo it. Only because I was like talking to my brother about this. He's like, it's still going to be a mediocre movie. You just changed (laughs) and you you just dug yourself a deeper hole by spending all this money trying to redo things, thinking that it's going to make a bigger draw to the box office when I really don't think that's going to be the case. Sherry says that Supernatural fans are dedicated and do critique it, which I hear is true. I don't know enough about Supernatural as I wish I did. Are you a Supernatural fan? I used to be. And you know what? I kind of came in the middle, too, because I have a friend who loves Supernatural. Uh, so when I met her, we started watching it in college. We had, like, days where we'd go out and with our friend group and, like, watch it in, like, the common rooms at school. Um and so I was into it, but then when I found out just like how long it was, I was like, I, I can't commit. It has been going on for. A very I was like, long I cannot. Time. You'll find I cannot commit to a lot of things in the TV world. I just try to like keep up, but it's really, really, really hard for me. I mean, and I think, I mean, in relation to kind of bringing it back to Game of Thrones, like I think what happened with David Benioff and Dan Weiss after the show. Mm-hmm. Again, I had problems with the final season, but the level of just vitriol yeah. was way out of step yeah really weird yeah and just kind of freaking me out um so yeah I, i'm not sure where the line is as you said between mm-hmm. like legitimate critique and <laughs> angry loud bullying <laughs> exactly yeah it's kind of like i don't know i feel like a lot of times you're more likely to complain than write about something you like like i'm thinking about like yelp right like if i had a <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, I need to catch up on the messages. I'm sorry, just Julie's <laughs> comment is priceless. On Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays, I think they should listen to the fans. On Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Saturdays, they should trust their instincts. <laughs> that sounds like a Monty Python. Like if Monty Python were in <laughs> 2019. On Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays, I think they should listen to the fans. <laughs> and on Sundays, like, yes. take a break. <laughs> but yeah, it, I, you know, I don't even know where I was going with my train of thought, but... I'm sorry. No, it's fine. It's fine. Yeah, it it's 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 really a case by case basis in this this sort of thing. It's like, is it worth it? Are you? Oh, I was talking. Okay, I remember now. I was talking about like Yelp, right? Like, I feel like most people are gonna complain when they just really hate something. Like, if I went to a restaurant and I had a great meal, I'm mm-hmm. not saying anything. But if I had a really bad time and I want to call out that yes. waiter and call out the manager, oh boy, am I gonna write? Yeah. Am I gonna write a scathing review? So I think you only. It's not very balanced. And the fact that you don't probably often hear the voices that do like those things or don't have a problem with them. So, I completely yeah. agree. <laughs> yeah. I mean, part of me, like, I saw, like, The Witcher showrunner was, like, giving a talk lately about, like, how she loves interacting with the fans. And, like, yeah. rabbit fans are the best. And I'm like, 
oh, you say that now, yeah. but you're going to the season three, and you're going to make the horse the wrong color, and Knock they're going to hate wood. you. Yeah. <laughs> and it's going to be rough. Julie agrees. Sunday is a day of rest. <laughs> That's my... We should, I think we just move on. That yeah. That's brilliant. Okay. Speaking of uh, The Witcher and other shows like it, uh, we had a lot of news this past week. It was almost like they were all trying to top each other. Yeah. Of um, all these big networks... Although, it's not really right to call them networks anymore, is it? It's like, what is Amazon in terms of a content I just call them platform, streaming platforms. that's much better. Yeah. All these, like, forget networks, forget that. All these platforms announcing these really early renewals of these notably very expensive, hard-to-make shows. We had Amazon saying, we're going to renew the Wheel of Time and the Lord of the Mm -hmm. Rings show for second seasons. They're both, like, at least a year from coming out, the yeah. first season at all. <laughs> but here we are. We're going to go straight forward with it. We had uh, Netflix say that The Witcher, which is going to come out next mm-hmm. month, and I'm looking forward to, by the way, is going to um, come back for a second season. Yeah. So here's my question to you about this, this stuff, Mia. Is this a good idea to renew this before we know if people are going to like the first thing? Uh... I, keep in I, mind, like, yeah. this isn't, like, a small-scale... Yeah, these like, are huge. Like, huge. multi-camera sitcom. That you yeah. just, like, pay some unknowns to make a few jokes, and then you can, like, scrap it, put it up again. This, this, this is big money yeah. spending on people. Yeah. I think they are really putting in some... Obviously, there's a lot of faith and trust into these series. And these, to me, seem like the ones where it's, like... The ones that they're trying to take Game of Thrones spot, yes. obviously, uh, Lord of the Rings and Witcher. It's like, wow, you all really Wheel of Time, yeah. yeah, Wheel of Time. They're like they're going all in on this, and they're trying to have that, like you know, hopefully to be that one that comes out on top. And at least I think it's going to be hard to be Game of Thrones. That is just a given. Uh, but I do think that with these ideas specifically, like uh, because they're coming from these, you know, notable brands and stuff or yeah. you know and stories creators yeah that they're familiar to audiences and so i feel like they're like well it's a given that we should probably at least have two seasons and you were investing so much time and money t- in this that we don't want it to fall you know to the wayside so i don't blame them for wanting to get a leg up and at least confirming two solid seasons i think that's kind of the maybe the best thing to do while you're going for another sip of the <laughs> i really enjoyed it I can't finish mine because it's just so strong. I had to take a drink of water, <laughs> which I guess for whiskey, that's good if it's strong. But I'm like, it's the middle of the day. I still have two more hours to work. <laughs> yeah, you, you're yeah. fine. Yeah. This is going to be my last hour of the day, so I'm fine. I was going to get crunk and go home. Um, I, I think another aspect to it is, you know, I think more and more these days, we're having these shows like Westworld's a good example or Game of Thrones toward the end mm-hmm. where um, you just don't get, like you have a year without a season of yeah. television. Yeah. Like Westworld is so expensive to produce that, okay, you could wait and see if people like the first season, <laughs> yeah. which they did. Didn't like the second season so much. Um, and then say, okay, go ahead. But then you have to wait for like over a year to get something else yeah, going. Yeah, I never thought about that. They're I, kind of, yeah, cutting back on that period. Or at least as much as they can to kind of just keep things moving. Oh, yeah, I think they all are. Like, The Witcher might, I mean, because the show's coming out in a month, so that mm-hmm. might be a while. But, yeah. like, The Wheel of Time and Lord of the Rings, they're a ways off, yeah. and they're already being renewed. So mm-hmm. they, I think they want to keep waiting to a minimum. Because, I mean, with all this competition, I think there is a real concern. If you don't have something on every year, 
there's another thing people can get interested in. Yeah. Something else yeah, they can get involved like in. And I think... Um, As Sherry says, someone yeah. even watch a show if there is only one season. Yeah. What's the point? Exactly. Yeah. It's like, is it worth the risk knowing that, you know, my favorite thing is going to be canceled and I vested so much time and energy into it. Right. Uh, also, which it, it may be good news that these creators actually have ideas to further the story as well. And they're kind of totally. eager to keep things moving. So, I mean, that's good news to hear. Of course, like it's like I said, I haven't watched these because they're not out yet. So I don't know. <laughs> but I know. <laughs> We're talking about hypothetical shows. Yeah, it's like you can only go based on pure speculation and trust. There's so much trust right now. And I'm like, all right, I trust you that this is going to be good. Again, I've said this before, but um, I'm looking forward to there being a bit of a bloodbath when mm. all these things come out. Just because obviously not all of them are going to succeed. And yeah. we're going to see at least one spectacular crash and burn. Yeah. And I'm, I'm looking yeah. forward to I'm going to have my binoculars ready. And hopefully a couple of like really great ones too, obviously. But yeah. that's for uh, the future. Yeah. Right now, there's more than enough TV, I think, to keep at least me occupied, especially oh, these past couple of weeks. I am not complaining. <laughs> Mia, what have you been watching now that fall what? TV season yeah. is here in full force? Well, last time I talked about 90 Day Fiance. You did, but <laughs> I did not. Continue. I'm sorry. I, I I will try and catch an episode of that. <laughs> no, no, it's quite all right. It it is it is the bottom of the barrel television. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but also, I've been keeping up with The Mandalorian. Which, Are you enjoying it? Yeah, I am. And everyone is so obsessed with that little. I feel like I can say Freaking it now. Love you know, the baby. they love the baby, <laughs> and actually, so much so that <laughs> I had a dream. About really? the little baby last night. I don't know why. I was just like, okay, I think I've seen enough of this. Or have <laughs> I? I don't know. I don't think you can ever get enough. Uh, <laughs> see, I've been really... Yeah, two episodes. <laughs> yeah. Just two. Um, I've been really invested in Disney+. Plus. That's what I've been kind of like hammering down. And Jeff Goldblum has a fun show. Um, oh, gosh. It's like Jeff Goldblum... Explain. Does exp- something about his world discovers the world? Dan is on it, <laughs> but yeah, it's it's kind of like a even the world according the to world Jeff according to Jeff Goldblum. So it's it's like uh, it's a Nat Geo show, and it's just him basically being like, "Here's some normal things, and now you're gonna see me explore these normal things like sneakers and ice cream." So, and he's got that like weird sense of humor and all that. So I'm like, he "Okay, I'm into this." Have you heard of Oak Island, which Jen Casey is watching? Oak Island? I have not. Jen, what is Oak Island? Please do explain. We need more TV. I know. <laughs> more of it. Um, let's see. I'm also... Okay, what else am I watching on Disney Plus? Oh, Encore? Uh, that's from Kristen Bell. It is so oh, sweet. Yeah, yeah it is one. really, really sweet. I think I cried the first episode <laughs> where it's basically... Oh, okay. Yeah, it's the... Ahead. Right, so it's these people who were in a high school play back in the day and now they're living their own lives. Uh, and Kristen Bell gets them back together again to do a like exact replica of the play that they did in high school and they're adults now. So it's like some people are out of shape. Some people can't sing and dance. <laughs> it's really hilarious, but it's also heartwarming because they like reconnect with who they were as kids in a way. Yeah. And it's kind of like discovering like, you know, how people were such a poser or you didn't know like what everyone was going through in that time. It's like, yeah, high school sucks for everybody. And that's kind of like that unanimous agreement that everybody comes to at the end of every episode. So it's really, really heartwarming. Sherry also likes that. What the hell is Oak Island? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it, it's a reality show. show. Okay. On, I'm, which, I'm well, on what channel? 
or what network? Um, I typed it in Oak really? Island and I got like the literal island in Oak Nova Scotia, island. which is not a thing. It's on history, I think. History. history. Okay, cool. Uh-huh. The Curse of Oak Island. Okay, that now I'm interested. There's a curse. Okay. Oh, a, okay, I'll, I'll look at this later. There's a buried treasure. Okay, I'll, I'll, whoa, I'll, whoa, I'll, I'll look whoa, it up later. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay, okay, okay. Um, I'm liking The Mandalorian a lot, too. Which yeah. channel says Sherry. Thank you, Sherry. I might actually look that up. I do like a good mystery. <laughs> um, Mandalorian is great. Um, did you hear... I love the stories about, like, Werner Herzog. Um, oh, I'm... <laughs> telling them, like, you cowards. You are the puppet. Yeah. You are the coward. God, that's more of an Arnold impression there, but whatever. It was close, idea. yeah. Um, yeah, really straightforward and fun. Mm-hmm. I'm still watching His Dark Materials, which got a little better. Okay, that's to good to hear. Have you checked that out at all? His Dark No, and you know what? I think that... I think, I think watching Beyond the Trailer, I think I'm... <laughs> I'm I think sure. you probably are. <laughs> um, the people on David Harris's podcast, mm-hmm. uh, Take the Black Podcast... Um, are loving the hell out of Watchmen. And I'm liking it a lot, really? too. Yeah. I still haven't gotten past the first episode. Cool. And I also don't know, again, it's because of the commitment thing, I'm pretty yeah. sure. I'm like, <laughs> even though I am watching Disney+, Plus, but if you think about it, Disney, no, wait, wait, Watchmen is also weekly. So technically, I have no excuses. My excuse is just that there's so much stuff for me to watch. No, and I think we're having a conversation about, like, youtube stuff as well when you've got like all this like content online and you're like and how do i balance it <laughs> jen casey has been investing in oak island like game of thrones i have really? to check this out but i mean i think this just speaks <laughs> to the problem here like you're right there yeah it's hard to balance yeah. all this stuff honestly god i don't find that much difficulty are you keeping up with rick and morty I am, yeah. So we're two episodes into that, so that's definitely I can do it's that. A half hour. And you know what? I also think because it's it's more my style anyway, because I like comedy. I think I I so here's a fun fact. I think I have been watching Adult Swim every night, maybe since I was in like <laughs> first or second grade. Because <laughs> I would always Cartoon Network was my favorite channel, and then it would just like slowly ease into Adult Swim. So I've been that's been what I watch like every single night, like you know, just like in the right, background right, right. and stuff. So fun fact about me: I like that the Mandalorian, by the uh-huh. way, is kind of like Rick and Morty in that it is brief. I cannot oh, yeah. tell you how happy I was when the second episode came on, and I was like, "It's thirty three minutes." Yeah. Yes. I thought they were going to go for the whole like 46, you know, pushing to an hour. And I thought right. I was like, is this a mistake? But I mean, it's fine because you're it's short, succinct storytelling and you're making sure that every it episode is, is good. It's one guy. Yeah. And like and yeah, it's just, it's 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 kind of refreshing. I feel like Disney is kind of ahead of the curve on it a little bit. Yeah. Because I feel like after Game of Thrones, it's all about sprawl, mm-hmm. right? It's all about these epic interconnected webby television shows like yeah. i like watchmen a lot it's 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 very imaginative it's very evocative it's very it's very well um conceived mm-hmm. but it is definitely a oh that guy said this to that what does that mean <laughs> oh what's this visual motif over here like yeah. it, it's, it's you know it, it's a commitment yeah. show which is fun it can be very very fun that's what game of thrones was mm-hmm. it was every single week what did Marjorie mean when she said this instead of this? <laughs> and what did the symbol mean? And uh, that was great fun. Yeah. And um, his start materials, I think, is like should be simple, but it's trying to be Game of Thronesy because oh. it's like it's we're following characters who you don't follow in the books, and it's just kind of like a it's, it's like an hour long show, even though it's kind of like a children's show, but it's way too boring for kids. Yikes. And it's not really Yikes. working. The last one was better. I liked it more. Um, but the, the Mandalorian is like okay. 
it's just a guy. Exactly. And he's walking from point A to point B. Exactly. And I'm yeah. finding it so <laughs> refreshing. Yeah, there's it's very it's it's simple but it's fun. There's mm-hmm. no like B plot line to keep up with like, ooh, let's take a look at what's going on over Screw here. It's just line. like it's like it's just him. He's doing what he needs to do. Oh no, that's right. Julie says we don't get the Mandalorian. I'm sure you will eventually, Julie. I know. Or you, is she talking Disney Plus? I know Disney Plus I'm is sure coming out in UK in or whatever in March ish. Really? That or at late? least Mandalorian. Yeah, I saw someone on my timeline. She's like, we don't get Mandalorian until March. What the hell, Disney? Yeah, which is kind of weird because maybe they'd anticipate the conversation to be so big, but it, it's definitely a lot bigger than I had imagined it would be. And I think Disney is fine with that. Yes. But yeah, that's, that's so that. strange. I didn't know it was, uh, it was so lagging behind. Yeah. Well, okay. I'm gonna, uh, Lisa wants to talk about materials. I recommend you do, Lisa. I, I wouldn't mind talking about somebody else because I have conflicting feelings about it. And um, there's also stuff coming out in the horizon. I do want to watch The Witcher. I also, okay, how mm-hmm. familiar with you? How familiar are you with Armando Iannucci? He's the guy behind Veep and um, oh. uh, In the Thick of It. Uh huh. Really? Do you ever see Veep? I don't know. I never watched it. I think I was too young for Veep I, I'd rec- I mean, I, I know you're <laughs> slammed with stuff with tons of shows, but I'd recommend it. I think it's ho- yeah. absolutely hilarious. And I'm excited because he is making a a comedy starring Hugh Laurie as a yeah. captain of a spaceship. Yeah. Like a space like cruise, cruise ship, ship yeah. in the future that like, you know, <laughs> runs into a space iceberg or something, Titanic yeah. style, and they're all stranded there. <laughs> and I'm just thinking, the guy behind Veep directing Hugh Laurie in like a screwball comedy set in outer space, that is my jam in so many different that ways. That looks really hilarious. It's called Avenue 5. Yeah. And why don't watch a little bit of it Please, right please, now. please. Okay, boys and girls. Let's keep our eyes on the prize. Fly safe, fly true. Set your phasers to fun. Hey, Captain. <laughs> They are so great. No, they're really not. Bang, bang, shoot them up, Destiny. Oh, Mr. Judd, you're here. Good job. I like to see folk take pride in their work, even if some might call that work menial. Not me, though. We consider passengers as equals. Aye. That's a bit where he doesn't hit the guy's hand. Like, Veep was very... To me, very, very funny. Really? Like, very incisive, very, like, like lots of jokes per second. Mm-hmm. So the idea of him doing sci-fi is pretty exciting to yeah, me. Yeah, that looks really funny. And at least when it comes out in January, some of the shows I'm watching now will be over. That's so I can concentrate true. Something a little relievable. So that's going to be a series? It'll be a series, yeah. Okay. You know what? To me, it looked like it could have just, like, been good as a movie. I really do like the yeah, premise, Yeah, that's true. Though. So I'm interested to see how they're going to carry it as a series. I mean, like, sitcoms, you know, I, I, I imagine it'll be a half-hour show. I don't yeah. think it'll be an hour, because Veep was a half-hour. I mean... The beauty of the sitcom from Friends to Seinfeld to, I don't know, The Big Bang Theory mm-hmm. to Veep is that, you know, you have a half hour of little bite-sized comedy. You build up these characters over time and you can eventually yeah. get jokes just based on their personalities that you couldn't get in a movie. Mm-hmm. I think he likes to work in the TV realm. So okay. looking forward to that. Anything you're looking forward to in particular? You know, I yeah, what am I looking forward to? I know it's hard to think about it right it now. It is. Yeah, it's, so it's really hard. I've got like, yeah. Your faith. I've got like the Christmas on my mind and Thanksgiving on my mind. And so it's kind of like work. And it's also like all these leather, like extra things coming with the holiday. I'm like, I need to buy some stuff. I need to do some shopping for Thanksgiving. So it's like, Oh wait. And there's stuff to watch. (laughs) 
and to drink. I, yeah, and to drink. <laughs> we did skip over some other little news items like uh, Joker 2. Oh, God. Do you have any comments about that? Oh, my to? gosh. Yeah, I, you know what? I will say that I did like, um, I did like this Joker. And I was kind of like towards the end Join of the it. movie. Um, I was like, you know what? I kind of, I feel like he didn't really get into character until the very end end of the final act i was like man i wish there was you know more that we could see well there you go <laughs> so you know what i I, I, I brought it into existence as i think as long as it can kind of be like skillfully done and not just like overdone i would be interested in seeing joaquin phoenix be the joker again because it definitely beats jared leto i'll tell you that much do you know how upset jared leto is oh did you hear the rumors that About, he like tried to tank Walking Phoenix Joker yeah. movie before it got started. Like he went to the producer and like, do not oh, make yeah. this. Oh yeah, I'm the Joker. Boo hoo! <laughs> Which is just terrific. <laughs> I love people being petty. It's a, yeah. that's my favorite thing. Okay. Um. And as Harold Tate says, Marjorie will be old news. It'll all be about The Witcher. I'm looking forward to The Witcher Two. Harold. Mm-hmm. Um. I think that could be really exciting. I like those books. I like that cast they've put together and the showrunner seems very 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 passionate about it which is always a good sign yeah of course but we'll be talking about it we'll be talking about his materials watchmen the witcher possibly oak island mm-hmm. uh the mandalorian we'll see <laughs> britannia i wish i had time to watch julie i just that that's something that julie's watching right now yeah. and enjoying i just don't know where i'm gonna fit it in yeah you gotta pencil it into your well we've got if you can get a little break this winter maybe okay that's the time half hour is interesting so yeah, we're doing that. And also, if you want to catch us on your commute or during an elevator ride, something like that, uh, we are available in podcast form on wherever podcasts are downloadable, such as iTunes, Google Play, etc. Um, and if you could even give us a five-star rating, I will openly beg for it because that helps <laughs> us uh, get seen by other people. Yeah. If in the kind of say your heart willing to do that, that's great. If not, you know, do whatever. You, you do you. But that is something. And we'll be back next Wednesday, live here and then out on the internet. Oh, no, we no. won't. Thank God. I'm going to I'm Pennsylvania. Because <laughs> it's Thanksgiving week, so. Yes. Next week, next Wednesday is Thanksgiving week. And, and don't forget about Vikings, so he says, which is coming back in December, too. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. We're going to cover that. Don't worry. I mean, on Wick. I'll have the guy on who covers it, because I don't really know anything about it. <laughs> but I will be talking about it, yes. Um Announcement, yes. Next week, we are not here. It is Thanksgiving weekend. We're going to be home with our, you know, families and friends and turkeys and all <laughs> yeah, that stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we'll be back the week after that, mm-hmm. and we'll see you then. So, yeah. yeah, that is the instance there. If you come here expecting us to see us, we will be away. But we'll be back soon enough. That's right. Any other comments, questions, queries, or concerns you want to voice before we end this? Oh, no. I just hope everyone has a great day. (laughs) Yes, and have a great uh, two weeks. Mm -hmm. Bye for now. See ya. This is the story of The One. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.